Welcome to Lola's Frugal Life Podcast. If you're on a mission to be more frugal with both your time and money, you're in the right place. In this podcast, we talk about topics that help enhance living a frugal lifestyle. The goal is to save time and money where we can so that we can use the rest on what matters most to us. We talk a lot about both time and money management so that we can waste as little as possible on both. We do this while also embracing a progress over perfection mindset. If that sounds good to you, then please stick around for the latest episode right after a few quick words from our sponsor. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Lola's Frugal Life Podcast. A couple of quick updates before we get into today's topic. Just some stuff about what's going on in my life lately. Um, so mostly kid updates. My son, um, he's 22, but he just had an interview with a new company, so I'm really excited about that. He's going to school to be an electrician. He's in his second year of his vocational um, training as an adult, like evening school, and um, he's been working with an electrician because you need to get like so many hours to get your license eventually after four years. Um, But he hasn't been getting as many hours as he was hoping for, so he's been looking for something else, and he had an interview the other day, like a phone interview, and now he's supposed to go in. Hopefully soon they're supposed to schedule an in-person interview, so that was really exciting. And on the same day that he had that interview, my youngest daughter, who's 18, um, went out and took driving lessons. She's kind of delayed um, getting her license for really no reason in particular. She just kind of wasn't like super pushing for it and time just passed by. Um, So anyway, so she started her driving lessons. She's since actually completed two driving lessons. They do like three hours each time in with the driving school that we um, had her go with. And um, then she'll be doing like a one hour practice session with them prior to her test. So she should be getting her license soon. And then all of my kids will have their licenses. So that's kind of exciting. And then the one thing that I've been loving lately that I wanted to share with you today is um, it's called Arm & Hammer Super Washing Soda. I don't know if it has to be Arm & Hammer brand. That just happens to be the brand that I got. But um, it works really pretty amazing, I think, in um, the laundry if you have something that you're having trouble getting clean. I think it's actually called Arm & Hammer Super Washing Soda and then it's his laundry booster under it. I bought it for a different reason. I think I bought it because I was trying to find something to like scrub some like hard to get off spots on my stovetop. And I think I saw it as a recommendation somewhere, but it didn't wind up working well for me for that purpose. Um, So I just kind of had it in my laundry room and I had a couple of instances so far where I had some things that I was having a hard time getting really clean. And I wound up just kind of like sprinkling a bunch of that like into the wash after I put the soap and, you know, did like the normal stuff. And it really made a really big difference. Um, For example, my daughter had this really nice light colored sweater that she got a little stain on. And I was trying to help her get the stain out. I put a lot of stain remover on it. 
threw it in the wash stupidly with a new sweatshirt that I just got that I wasn't even thinking um, may run because most things don't really run anymore the color but this one did and this nice light color sweatshirt or um, sweater that I had washed for her that had one small little stain came out like multicolored like crazy because of the dye running from this um, other shirt so I wound up um, spraying it with stain remover again like obviously I didn't put it in the dryer because I didn't want the, the color to set but um, I put it back in there and then I sprinkled this washing soda in there with it and it came out perfect like you would never know the original stain was gone and all the color was gone and it worked really well and then I also have these like pillow covers that get kind of like discolored and when I would wash them normally they wouldn't come out nice but when I wash them with the washing soda it just made such a big difference they just came out really really clean so anyway that's just what I wanted to share today from my loving lately um, so we can get into today's topic which is decision fatigue so if you're not familiar with decision fatigue, this is what happens when the more decisions we make over the course of a day, the more physically, mentally, and emotionally drained we become. When we're experiencing decision fatigue, we will really struggle with executive fun functioning, which can have a wide range of consequences, including impaired judgment. You just can't make decisions anymore. You're, you get worn out. Just like our bodies get worn out when we have a physically demanding day, our brains can get worn out too. And when we have a day that requires us to make a lot of decisions or even just a small amount of really difficult decisions, our brains just get too tired. And it's important to be aware of decision fatigue so that you can recognize it when you're experiencing it. And this can help you um, reduce the chances of making poor decisions when you're just too tired to make another one. And it can also help you kind of plan your day to make sure that you're thinking about um, important decisions that you have to make while you still have a good amount of brain power left. Some signs of some signs of decision fatigue can be things like procrastination or avoiding making a decision, um, being impulsive, indecision. You just can't decide what you want to do about anything anymore. Um, in, inability to think clearly or focus. Irritability caused by frustration with yourself or feeling overwhelmed. Like there's all of these different signs that you might feel if you're feeling decision fatigue. One thing that I always think of, which is minor, but it's just a perfect example um, to me, is the, the types of days where you'll come home and um, you know, you're just like, just order out. Like even though you didn't want to order out, you might've even had food taken out, but you're just so done that you're just like, I don't care. I know we didn't have it in the budget. I know I took out this other food, but whatever, just order out. That's, that's something minor. It's not probably gonna have a huge impact on your life by ordering out dinner one night. But it's just an example of how we can get to the point where we're just like, whatever we had planned to do, we just throw it out the window and we're like, I don't care, just do the simplest thing. So that's, that's kind of like one way to kind of think about it. So most of us will experience some amount of decision fatigue just as a normal part of our life. But it's really important to try and limit it so that it doesn't cause a lot of excess stress in your days. Just as part of your daily life, you don't want to be constantly dealing with this decision fatigue because you've had too many decisions happening every day. But you can limit the amount of decision fatigue that you're likely to experience on a regular basis by making some simple changes to your life. One thing you could do is really try to make it a point to make fewer decisions in the day. 
You can do this by eliminating decisions that are not essential or ones that can be automated. For example, you can plan your meals for the week ahead of time so you don't have to decide, have to decide what to eat every day. This can be applied to breakfast and lunch too. It's no surprise that you're going to have to decide what to eat for those meals each day. And by having a plan ahead of time, that's one less thing you're going to have to think about on a daily basis. Another example might be to create a simple cleaning routine. Um, having something that gives you guidance on what to clean on certain days or times of day, whatever makes sense for you, that eliminates the need to decide what you're going to do on those days. It's just any little things that you are going to be deciding on on a regular basis. Try to see what you can do to kind of automate or systemize those decisions. Like I was just saying, systemize, you, you want to develop a process for making decisions that you have frequently. This will help you respond with minimal effort and reduce the number of decisions you're going to need to make because you can already say, okay, when this happens, this is what I'm going to do. Um, an example might be um, to decide on a go-to meal that, you're, that you bring to a potluck. If you get invited to a potluck, this is the meal I make. You don't have to worry about if it's going to be good, if people are going to like it. You find a go-to meal that, that everybody seems to like, or a dish rather, and you say, if I get asked to go somewhere, this is what we bring. Now, of course, that might change seasonally, but if you can at least have one or two go-to meals, maybe you do this one in the fall and winter, this one in the spring and summer, whenever that situation arises, you don't have to make a decision. You already know what you bring. Um, you can also do this like with a standard gift. Like for example, my niece knows that pretty much every year she's getting a new pair of pajamas. It's something that she likes. Everyone can always use a new pair of pajamas. And I don't have to stress over what to get for her and trying to figure out something that she might like or may or may not like. Um, if you ever listen to The Lazy Genius, um, she has a podcast and she's wrote several books. She refers to this as deciding once. You make a decision once on how you're going to handle a particular situation and you follow that each time. So like with the gift, this is the gift I'm going to get her every year. Or like with the potluck dish, this is what I'm going to bring if I get invited to a, 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 an event in fall or winter. It just simplifies. Those are, those are some decisions that you don't have to make anymore. And then, of course, developing good routines. Establishing routines, for the most part, um, can really help eliminate the choices that you have and reduce decision fatigue because you don't have to make decisions about these things that you're going to be doing every single day. And it might not seem like it would make a big difference because the decisions don't seem like they take up a lot of brain power, but it's all of those little things that accumulate over time. And if you have a routine when you wake up, you don't have to make decisions about what you're going to do and in what what order you're going to do it. You can kind of just run on autopilot and get those basic things done that you need to get done every morning and save that energy for decision-making for something that is not going to be so um, routine and standardized. You also want to try to limit low-stakes decisions. So this can really help um, reduce decision fatigue because you can make a decision. It's kind of kind of ties in back to that like decide once type thing. But it's not really deciding once, it's more just kind of um, lessening the amount of effort that you put into a decision. For example, maybe what you wear each day. Instead of every day having to get up and think about what am I going to wear today, looking through your drawers, looking through your closet, taking up that energy when you first get up out of bed, trying to figure out what you're going to wear, have something standardized. Have a couple of go-to pairs of pants and a couple of go-to shirts. You know, maybe on the weekend you have a couple of go-to comfortable outfits or maybe you have something else that you wear during the week. Having um, the ability to just open up your drawers and grab something 
and put it on limits that little bit of decision making that you have to make when you first get up and it, and it really does help again same thing with meal planning that that comes to mind here again too because using some type of meal rotation can really help you not have to constantly make decisions about the meals you're going to eat each week and those are again less decisions that you have to make you also want to really kind of be in line with um, be in touch with what your values are you want to have a clear vision of what your your values are your priorities your goals that can really help you in identifying what decisions align with them and what which do not. If you have to make a decision and you're having trouble with it, think about your values and what would go um, along with your values most in the way that you're going to answer that decision. So you don't have to put as much effort into making a decision about something that doesn't really matter much to you. It'll be more clear to you that it's not worth your time and effort if it's something that doesn't really matter so much to you and it's not something that you value. And then, of course, get enough sleep. If you find yourself in a particularly decision-heavy phase of your life, um, making the extra effort to get a good night's sleep can really help protect you against decision fatigue. Because unfortunately, when we don't get enough sleep, it can really lead to poor decision-making because we just can't concentrate good and we have low alertness. And it just kind of adds on top of that normal decision fatigue that we would already have. It just puts us there much sooner. So if you're not getting enough sleep, even the smallest decisions can really just seem like too much. And um, decision fatigue is just going to set in much sooner if you're really tired. And then, of course, like with anything, we want to make changes over time. So if we feel like decision fatigue is having an impact on our lives, um, whether it's... it's um, large or even if we just feel like we could make it a little bit better just making those changes over time Um, you know really just try to kind of identify those recurring decisions that happen on a daily basis or a weekly basis that we can maybe try to limit the mental energy we spend on them Um, you know don't count a decision don't discount a decision because it seems like something minor all of those decisions add up throughout the day So really try to put aside time for big decisions and get those done when you have the most energy and save your lower um, risk decisions for later in the day. And then again, really trying to see what you can automate or make into a routine so that you don't have to waste any mental energy on those types of decisions so you can put your decisions, um, your decision power to what is really more important to spend that time on. So that's it for today. Um, I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Oh, oh my gosh, you know what? I totally forgot. And I'm so sorry. I meant to read this um, review that I got because it was so, so nice. And I meant to read it at the beginning of the episode. I'm going to read it um, on my meal plan episode too, because it was about the meal plans, which almost all of my reviews tend to focus on the meal plans, which I think is amazing because I just kind of decided to do that one day, kind of on a whim. It was never even really part of my plan for this podcast, but everybody does really seem to enjoy um, the meal plans, and I'm really happy about that. I'm happy that I'm able to help people with um, just kind of motivating and helping you get some ideas and things like that. So the rating that I got was called, 
Meal Ideas Galore. It was by Mama Kelly R. It's five stars and it says Lola's recipes are not fancy where you need tons of ingredients or anything, but they give you tons of ideas when your mom brain is tired of coming up with things to cook. I enjoy all her podcasts, but especially the meal prep ones. So thank you so, so much for taking your time to write that meal plan um, review. It's so nice and I really, really appreciate it. Any ratings or reviews for the podcast have such a big impact on helping me grow this show. And there are like a gazillion podcasts out there. So it is not easy to grow the show, especially with $0 advertising budget like I have. So um, I really, really appreciate you taking the time to do that. And I will share that review on my meal plan episode two so that I can put it more up front at the beginning of the episode, which is what I meant to do today. So again, thank you so much. And thank you all for listening. And I will see you back here next week. So thank you for checking in for this podcast episode. And don't forget, you can always email me with any questions or suggestions at lolasfrugallife at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at lolasfrugallife. And you can find a blog post for most of my episodes and definitely all of my meal plan episodes at lolasfrugallife.com. You can also join our private listeners group at facebook.com slash groups slash lolasfrugallife. And if you enjoy the show, please make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen from. And I would love it if you would screenshot the show and tag me on Instagram so I could see your listening. Also, if you can please take a couple of seconds to rate and review the podcast, those ratings and reviews are what help the show come up better in search results so that other people can find this podcast. So that will really help me in growing my audience. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you have an awesome day.